right, welcome back to What Up? I, of course, am your host, Lars. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Dan. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. And what? No, are you doing? doing excellent. Uh, if we sound different, it's because we're using different microphones. That's correct. So we've made the switch in the studio to lavalier microphones, which are, uh, they're often called lapel microphones, so the clip-on style mic. Um, they're condenser mics, so they are designed to pick up all of the sound in the room. Uh, we're doing that so we don't have to use mic stands, we don't have to deal with, um, you know, it's a very small room, so all the setup that goes into using the regular mics, and then we found we had issues with eye contact. We weren't able to make eye contact because we had to look directly into the mics. So these are going to cut back on that significantly. But there's probably going to be some sacrifices in audio quality, particularly every noise we make, even our farts and our, you know, that those kind of noises. Those are going to be in the episode. We're going to try to edit some of that white noise out in post. But so you know, that's what's going on. Now, Dan, for a long time, yeah, people have had a question that they've needed to be answered because... You know, Momentico Studios has grown uh, since our inception around February or March this year. You know, we've been around for a long time now. We sure have, Lars. And we've had many different shows, and and one of those shows has been away for a while. And so people people have been asking the question, what question have they been asking, Dan? Where in the world is... Carlos San Diego. <laughs> He's here today. Carlos, how, how are you doing today? Excellent. It's good um, to be back. So, uh, you know... We mentioned this in the last episode. Basically, it's been about three months since Classics with Carlos, and there have been intense contract negotiations. Now, of course, Carlos's lawyers have been beating up mine. I don't even have lawyers. I can't even say the word right. I think it's pronounced lawyers. I say lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. In the South. So, and we mentioned this in the last episode. Carlos said, I'm not coming on for less than $300 million. That's what he said. And I said, I can't do that. And I pushed the link uh, out, you know. I put it out on uh, on Patreon, and people raised it, and we, we got $300 million, and we got Carlos. It's a tough deal. I was really considering not doing it, but here I am. So I posted a link on Patreon, and of course, the, the lovely fuckers on our Patreon, they raised $300 million in two days. I can't believe it. Two days, and you know, it's Patreon, so who knows how much of it I'll get at the end of the month when I get the payment, but I've already given Carlos $300 million, so I am in the, I would say I'm in the red. A little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, but you're here. And and how many episodes is $300 million paying for? Uh, about two seconds of one. But Two seconds of one episode. So we already are in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so season two of Classics with Carlos, we're, we're recording What Up Eugene now. And then Dan's going to go home and we're going to record Classics with Carlos. All of the new mics. Very excited. Hear about the classics. The non-Eugene. The non-Eugene show. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> That's what some people show. call this show. The <laughs> some people say, hey, are those guys from Springfield? Because they don't talk about Eugene very often. <laughs> See, that's a referential. What are we, a bunch of Cottage Grovians over in this room? This little room? Could always be worse. I'd like to say no. Now, <clears throat> let's move into our, uh, really, the only segment that matters on this show. The peer-reviewed beer review. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> We're doing seasonal this year. Um, this, well, this today is like September 28th-ish. We're getting towards the end of the month. It's almost October. Mm -hmm. So we have Ace Pumpkin Cider. Uh, we, we saw pumpkin beer, too. We almost got it. We didn't. We didn't want to have too much pumpkin. Fair enough, yeah. 
so we're sitting in the dark, hard to tell. We I are. Think. We're sitting down on the floor. Uh, uh, right, the chairs were squeaking a lot. The in chairs these mics, were very squeaky. So we're doing a no chair situation. This bad boy has 5% alcohol. It's got a pumpkin on the. It's got, it says Ace on a pumpkin. It's kind of like a playing card of a pumpkin. It says Ideal for Halloween and Thanksgiving, which is traditionally cider time. Enjoy. Now, is this pumpkin spice or is this just pumpkin flavor? It's pumpkin just hard pumpkin, cider. Yeah. Pumpkin hard cider. So I guess uh, we're going to go for our first sip here. Yeah. Let's do it. Whoa. Oh, that's weird. I think that's pumpkin spice. That's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like, that's really enjoyable. You really don't notice the, the taste while you're sipping it, so you can kind of just drink most of it. You can kind of chug through it. Oh. The aftertaste. Yeah. Oh, it's like rotting eggs, but with pumpkin instead. That's just this flavor that fills your mouth. I mean, I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I think this is, like, actually pretty good. <laughs> Look at you. You're blushing. You like it so much. He's in love He's with like, it. guys. He's like, guys, don't make fun of me. We're it. all cross-legged here. We're like, mm. so, I mean, if you taste it, like, in the back of your mouth, like, Definitely get more of a uh, uh, more of a pumpkin taste. Okay. It definitely tastes more um, savory than sweet, like you'd expect from a cider. I'm gonna go in for my second sip here. So Carlos, here's how we do things here. Oh, I'm saying here a lot. We have a rating system. I do zero to three hundred stars. I do that because Dan does the graphic design, peer-reviewed, beerreview.tumblr.com. And he has to do a graphic with 300 stars in it, so it really annoys him. 300 stars, huh? <laughs> Every They're time. very tiny stars. He, he says, you could do 2.87 out of 3, and I say, no, it's 287 stars. Nobody has ever gotten that high of a review. No. Uh, Dan does between 0 and 5 bars, and it is just a picture of my face. Uh, he just does that. You kind of look like a, like an anime character. I do a little bit. It's because the glasses don't have any, like, doesn't have your eyes or anything. So, just the reflection. Yeah, yeah. it's like an outline. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just has to like tilt him up on his nose and kind of like look down so you oh, can see his eyes. Oh, that's learned, all that's missing. Oh, what's that guy from Bleach? I learned, you know, I learned it from him. With the he does the shine, the bow guy. I have, I have no clue. Bleach sucks anyway. So. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> so every guest who comes on has to rate a drink with their own rating system they make up on the spot. We've had a lot of different ones. We had one person do. 8 out of 10 dead Game of Thrones characters, which was awful for Dan because he has not watched Game of Thrones and he had to make the graphic. That's upsetting. He, I mean, he did. It was a very accurate graphic. It was, impre it was incredible. Our last uh, guest, Cass, she rated it. Uh, how, did she, how did she rate it? I, I don't know. I haven't finished editing the episode. It was so. really confusing. It was like basically marzipan crumbs in a German basket. Oh my god, that's Excuse right. Me? That's what she did. She did one. She did 1.2 marzipan crumbs out of a full German basket of marzipan. We had marzipan on that episode. It was, uh, spoilers, not good. Well, if they listen to the episode, I yeah. they should. They, in order, if you're listening in yeah. order, you already know that this is not a marzipan-themed show. Now listen, Carlos, don't be swayed by Lars, Lars's ways. No, uh, Numerical's use, the way to go, my friend. You can do any, well, there's a lot of editing, you know, there's a lot of options, really. Uh, one person did, uh, cookies. They did, rated one beer a peanut butter cookie. They rated a different beer a pink frosted cookie. That was a very personal, uh, opinion-based rating system. Hmm. That seems a little odd for the cookies, but... Well, the, I so, would say the peanut butter cookie was very accurate. I would say the pink frosted cookie was not accurate at all. Hmm. Interesting. But I could just give it a plain, like, number system, too, if I wanted. Yeah. Could, oh, should, that sounds so good. But it should, be, it should be a number, but it should still be blank out of blank, though. If it's going to be 7 out of 10, it could be 7 out of 10 archers or something. It could be anything. 7 out of 10 archers, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
I'd give this cider probably like 4.5 shots out of 10. Out of 10 shots. Okay, that's pretty good. I like that one. So he was going on board with this, but 4.5 out of 10 is it's not a good score. Well, that's a pretty pissed score. I mean, I've had some really bad alcohol, mm. and this is like, it's good enough to not be in like a bad category, but at the same time, it's a cider you expect it to be like either really sweet or like have a spice to it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this isn't too sweet i also feel like it isn't spicy enough like you'd want a pumpkin spice cider because that would be good but instead it's just like a it's almost like bland there's not enough flavor it's more cider I, not enough pumpkin i agree i'm sitting here and i'm really not sure what the flavor of this is i think it might be pumpkin spice flavored because i don't really think it tastes like pumpkin but there's like a little bit of pumpkin and there's a lot of like this sour that's kind of just i think what you get from having a cider I think what I think it, to me it tastes like they just took an apple cider or a very base cider, right? Added pumpkin spice, and that's why it doesn't feel full flavored pumpkin spice. It just you taste it and it's there and then it sticks there, but just on the tip of your tongue. That's yeah, it's, it's, a, full it's like a very bright green apple cider. Like yeah, so like so else. like if you could imagine you're drinking this beer, you take a drink, and you kind of like if you were to swish it around your mouth for a little bit and then swallow it, it's gonna taste like a really light cider, an apple mm -hmm. cider that's been like watered down it's not very strong like it's still pleasant but you wouldn't spend like 10 bucks for the six pack i did spend 10 bucks for the six pack and then at the end well no okay so it's too light at the front in the middle it ends up being like it's not spicy enough mm -hmm. And then at the end, it's like the pumpkin is barely there. You I, can just taste it. I just realized we never think enough about Lars' feelings because the majority of the time he's the one paying for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> and with that ten second, uh, that ten cents deposit, which oh is uh, which I, is actually great when you return it. And I, I don't return bottles. I just let uh, the homeless alley guy take care of that for me. I I personally I really like the ten cent return because uh, people who don't return it, whatever that money goes to the state or whatever. Yeah. And the people who do, you get your money back. So I hate when people complain because you can just get the money right back. Well, you have to go to the bottle return places. Like, Which isn't bad at all, actually. Yeah, do I think you, it's fine. But I definitely we get that complaint because you can only do 24 bottles where I work, right? Which is not a lot if you're buying six packs or, yeah. you know, like a 12-pack of soda. Um, the real drawback to that, though, is that a lot of the alcohol, at least that I buy, yeah. you can't return. Like, uh, I think it's Strongbow. You can't return any. And... You also can't do Guinness. And is it just like at the little... store you go to? Because I'm sure at the bottom. It's like, like the every store that I went to, but I mean, I could. Are you going to the store or the, bo the bottle uh, the the depository? Because yeah. the, the, the place you go to return all the bottles, they take the majority of them. If, they they're, should, like, if they're charging beer 10 soda. cents, they should fucking take yeah. it. Yeah. No, but it's it's awesome. It's uh, And what's great is, you know, there's the whole. Uh, what's the word? The stigma of being like bottle returning. It's like it's for the homeless, it's for the poor. When I was there, like everyone wants that ten cents back. Oh yeah, I mean when I was I a saw kid, like like middle uh, middle class like housewives with their kids like there as much as much as the homeless people. Well, I remember. So I, I was very confused to work at a store and find out they would only do you know back then it was a dollar twenty, but twenty four cans or two dollars and forty now. Um, I don't know if it's that, I guess the law changed that so they have the bottle return place which helps the stores out. But when I was a kid, we went to the Safeway uh, up on Donald Street there, and we would like. We would save our bottles for a month or two, or our, our soda cans, right? 
Yeah. And then I would return all of them, and then I got to keep the ten dollars. So it was like a nice way to earn some money, you know, while I've, everyone else went shopping. And then so, it like it never seemed like really a bad thing, but only to, like I would never do that for a dollar twenty. Are you kidding me? I'd rather die. There's no I'd way. Choke on a soda can. That's that, it that, was. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it was like five cents before, right? When you tried was, to return the yeah, it was five cents. Yeah, so it's like you could return not even the max and you get like nothing back. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so because the max twenty four cans was a dollar twenty, so you had to you had to bring at least twenty cans to get a dollar, but you could barely get over a dollar. Yeah, that's like that's really weak. Yeah, I never even really cared to to return. Until it became ten cents, I'm like, sure, why not? Like, my friends and I, we can buy like a new uh, game on Xbox for all us to play. Sure, yeah, yeah. they're saving them. So, um, here's how I feel about this beer. I am drinking it. I will finish it. It's not like a cucumber sour. It doesn't taste bad. It does have a generic cider taste. So if you drink it quickly, it's fine. I don't think I would spend money on it. We'll probably finish the other three because we have them. Oh, yeah, we have absolutely. other drinks to rate. So, I, I. I don't think I would ever buy this again, and if someone handed it to me and it was sealed and there were other drinks at the party, I would probably go for another drink first. But it is alcohol. It's not terrible alcohol. I would drink it as long as it didn't cost me money. 50 out of 300 stars. 50. Yeah. I gotta say, both, both reviews you guys gave are pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, it's very, yeah, this is very subpar. The one thing I will give it is, you know what, I'm... October's coming up. I love Halloween. <laughs> Absolutely. He's feeling it. And I feel like I'm drinking this, and I'm like, oh, man, I what am I going to be for Halloween? Like, uh, I can see myself in costume drinking this and just embracing the basic bitchness of, uh, of the season. And uh, uh, 2.5 out of 5 Lars. <laughs> that's 2.5. That's okay, nice. yeah. So yeah, all of us are like almost half except for Lars because he has three hundred stars. <laughs> yeah, my scale's yeah. weird. Uh, speaking of the cucumber star, though, I just want to touch on this yeah. real quick. I actually ended up trying it oh, uh, yeah. a couple months ago. I have to say it's way better when it's cold, but once it gets warm, it's like the now, worst thing I've ever. Did you try had. the crush one or the the sun crush made? one? Okay, okay, because I've never tried the sunmade. I thought the crush one was so gnarly. I think it was cold when I had it. It's it's fine. It's just like a generic sour, and then there's a cucumber aftertaste, and they're not related at all. Yeah, exactly. And it's but I'm telling you, dude, when you have it warm, I could only imagine that's so much. It's warm so bad. Um, let's move into our next segment because we, we did spend some time on yeah. that. Yeah. Well, uh, really, the only final the final note is that I'm glad we didn't buy the pumpkin spice beer as well because that would suck to have twelve drinks that no one wants to drink. No. Yeah. Have you guys uh, Have you guys ever had those? Brown stink bugs in your house? I, yeah. I, you know, I went on the Eugene subreddit and I you saw did? they were talking about stink bugs all Dude, over the place. That's not even, okay, that's honestly not even why I brought it up because my own, in my own personal yeah. life, uh, our house is getting fucking like swarmed. We're them. swarmed with those. They're called a brown marmorated stink mm -hmm. bugs. And they're like an invasive species mm -hmm. and they're a bitch. They're everywhere. They're at my, my uh, parents' house in Vanita. They're at, uh, our, we just moved, they're at our new place in Southwest Eugene. And I'm talking like, they, they're like creeping into the house. I got zero in here so far. I may have a mice problem, I'm not positive yet. Zero stink bugs. I feel like one of those is a lot worse than the other. Yeah, the mice don't smell. <laughs> Fair enough. I really don't mind them. I, t I take, at least, how many mice do you have? Well, I, I, here's the deal. Is it three blind mice? I, I like earlier in the in the year, I killed like six or seven mice, and then it seemed to be all of them. They didn't, no more came in for a while. And I've had the traps out. I mean, they're hidden now because I didn't want to freak you guys out with my mice mouse traps everywhere. I had them out for about a week and a half, 
and have had no catches, although I feel like I had two misfires. I kept, I found two different times a trap that fired with no mouse in it. Um, but so far, I've, I've had nothing except for one time. I'm pretty sure I heard that fucker squeaking, and I saw it. Like, I saw the mouse. He ran out and, and then ran back, and I was like, oh, I should buy some mouse traps. But I, since then, the mouse traps have done nothing, and I haven't seen them, so I may have just hallucinated that shit. I mean, how late was it? Did you, like, get up pretty late, or was what time of day was it? I was, like, 8 o'clock. He just, like, the mice, I, when, after they've lived with me for long enough, they'll just get brave. True. They'll just come there you out. Go. You guys have a rabbit. What does the rabbit think of it? Oh, um, well, he avoids my room. Uh, he's well-trained in that regard. Also, he only speaks Spanish, so I try to talk to him about it, and I just, I don't get, you know, I'm like, hob, hobble a rabbit, I don't get it. Oh, hobble he speaks rabbit. zero English. <laughs> hobble a rabbit? <laughs> you don't even know what rabbit is in Spanish? Do you speak I rabbit? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know that. That's Do you think problem. that the stink bugs could be because of the fire? I, I did read, what did I read? I read on the Reddit that it was related to weather and it was like a unique situation. And I, I don't know, it might have been the fire. Maybe the fire scared them out of the forest or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, we had that fire for what, like... Isn't it still going on, actually? It's been like I a mean, month. Like yeah. 30 fires. It was I, crazy. I actually have a friend who uh, fought in it and is still fighting in it, and uh, we're going to have him on as a guest later yeah. to talk about it, because he was straight up in the fire at Crater Lake. All that Dang. Uh, Speak, uh, but the, the stink bug, though, I yeah. want to say, uh, I was reading up on it because I was trying to understand it. I want to understand my my enemy, the sure. brown marmorated stink bug. <laughs> uh, and, like, OSU actually has on their official website, you fill out a form to let them let them know where they are because mm-hmm. it's like a serious issue they decimate crops and stuff in oregon oh, damn. and they they do it every year but this year is especially bad and uh other things i read about it was one if it goes in your house it's not there to like lay eggs or do anything weird it's like they're they're specifically hiding out for the winter they're, oh. they're just like they'll, they'll just go inside find a place and hang out there till winter's over so that they don't do anything else they don't bite i mean you probably should still get rid of them though yeah no, no, you definitely well, should. Especially because they're like a pest, so it's like you might as well just kill them. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying definitely kill them, but like you don't have to worry about them like making your yeah. ears at night or anything. Well, so if you see one inside, just like they, those things, they stink. They smell like like rotten cucumbers or something weird. Huh. I, have you crushed one? I no, I, I I've not actually, I've not had this problem. I've run into oh, zero okay. stink bugs. I wouldn't say in my entire life, but certainly in the last week. Dude, our house is like infested with. Well, them. maybe you shouldn't move. I think yeah. I've seen one in my house so far. Yeah. That's about it. One other fun fact. I studied up on these things, okay? You did your research. Let me speak my piece. Speak uh, your piece. Their natural enemy is actually this. They're called uh, minute wasps. And what they do is they find an egg. They find like an egg sac or whatever mm. with these uh, stink bugs. Lay their eggs in it. And like their babies basically kill theirs and then hatch out of theirs. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and these wasps morbid. don't even sting people. So these mm. wasps are like our only Hooking fire. it up. Yeah. Speaking of, like, wasps and bees and stuff, uh, I think it's, like, a type of fungus or something that, like, grows. Like, if it's consumed by, like, another insect, it actually, like, takes control of its brain and, like, grows out of it like a tree. I've heard of that, yeah. yeah. It's pretty, dis- like, it's that's a- creepy as hell. Apparently it has different variations for, like, a lot of different species of ants, and there's an idea that it could possibly be genetically engineered for most things, including... Maybe that's creepy. Oh, that's no, that's the ant that uh, basically like it crawls up to the highest point yeah, so that a bird eats it, and then the bird when the bird eats it, it poops out the the parasite, which is consumed by an animal or another bug, and then it repeats the process. Yep, that's creepy as hell. So Dan, 
yeah. you have a criticism, a, a, an honest, I would say, you've got a grievance that you would like to air, mm -hmm. uh, and that is against KEZI and their unethical social media practices. And, and we are going to call them out here because this is a this is a Eugene related. <laughs> Eugene, Eugene Tangential podcast. Yeah. We, we record this podcast in Eugene, so. Hey, those stink bugs, that's, listen, we have all, all 3,000 of our listeners are, they're, they're relating right now because they're having the same stink bug problem. Except for you, like, I'll be honest, yeah. I don't think there's anything, <laughs> that's, I don't think there's anything in this triplex that they, uh. They, there's no comfort. I, li I lived in this triplex and there's, there's no comfort there's here for any comforts. bugs. That's uh, just for the mice. But yeah, um, KZI. So what they've been doing is, for the past few weeks, I've noticed they, they keep uh, they keep posting these like listicle articles, like top five ways to save money at the grocery store, as at, like on their news site. And mm -hmm. it's confusing because they're supposed to be a news site, and they're posting from websites called don'twasteyourmoney.com, uh, I think like Simple Most or Simple Best, and they're all uh, just basically like tips for people to to save money or beat the heat and stuff. They're like totally unrelated to Eugene, right? Yeah. What's funny is like these, these they're the dumbest articles, but no one's complaining like they do on any other article. Any other article, they say like, this isn't real news. KZI, you don't, you don't know how to report. But when it comes to these like reposted uh, articles, no one complains. Maybe it's the bizarre. comments are like disabled and there's just a couple of <laughs> black comments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Another thing too is like, people want to save money. So it's like, it's a lot different than uh, like some random article that doesn't save you money. But it's not their own work. They're reposting it from a, a website. Speaking of interesting things, it's time to go to the break. And welcome back. That was some kind of break music, which we have not decided at this point in the editing process. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it with uh, another copy of The Peer Reviewed Beer Review. So, Dan, would you tell us what beer we're drinking? Uh, it's a seasonal one. It's a Deschutes. Can you read it in the... We have the lights turned off. Ah, uh, but, but aren't they all seasonal, Lars? This is Deschutes Hopzeit Autumn IPA. Traditional Marzen beer inspired India Pale Ale. I would say that we're not sponsored by Deschutes, but they do make better beer than the other people who sometimes we drink beer from. So we drink them fairly often. Guys, we got a 7% alcohol on our hands. Oh, this is going to be good. This okay. is 7% on 7%. this? 7%. Damn. We spent a little bit of time in the last beer one, so let's, uh, let's hop through this review. Ha! <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh... It's really bitter. I like that. I, it's hard to know if I like that or if I hated the last thing we drank. We probably should have like cleansed our palate probably. with something. Um, Hold on, let me get another sip of this. I don't think this is my favorite Deschutes IPA. I don't think it's my favorite IPA. I think it's fine. It's kind of generic. It's kind of bland. It has that sort of copper taste that sometimes you get with uh, IPAs, but you don't always get. Actually, I don't know. I... I kind of switched around in my mouth for a little bit. I kind of like breathed into my nose, got that flavor. It definitely evokes a feeling of autumn, like Doesn't when you actually get that flavor, because it okay. tastes it tastes light. There's 
specific spices you can kind of taste in this. These, it's like these Deschutes beers definitely grow on me. The last one I didn't like as much when we started, and when the episode was over and I had another one out of the fridge a couple of days later, it was phenomenal. So there's also some kind of fruit in this. Maybe it has like a fruity taste to it. I don't know. <laughs> it does, yeah. You know, this is pretty good. Um, what are your thoughts, Dan? How do you feel? You're not really an IPA guy. No, this say. is this is dark. This is almost like a stout to me. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on on my palate. It's just it's just really incredibly bitter to me. Just uh, like breathing this, swishing around, and like breathing through your nose while you drink this, like it's wine, and you can get more of a flavor out yeah, of it. That's how you do. It? Okay. Are you gonna stick to your same? Uh, Rating system, Carlos, out of 10 shots, or are you going to mix it up? No, no, you should stay the same. You should, you I'm, I'm going to stay the same. Some people mix it up. I'm not you do, and you like to encourage it, and I don't appreciate it. This is definitely more flavorful than the last one. This is, there is, actually, I will say, when you leave it in your mouth, there is a lot going on. If you drink it really quick, there's not. Yeah. I mean, isn't it the same with, like, a lot of beers, like... Well, yeah, I mean, IPAs in general, but this, this does, um, does evoke some pretty powerful emotions, I'd say. I, I would probably give this, like... At least a six. Six out of ten shots. Yeah, definitely. That's a pretty good rating. What emotions is is this invoking in you, Lars? Do you have some demons you want to tell us on the podcast? Um, it's making me think I'm going to have to pee in the next thirty minutes. So you gotta get the poison out. <laughs> well, the last the last two episodes have ended with me having to pee really bad. That is quite true. But I peed during the break this time, and I don't often do that. And that is because of these lavalier mics way easier. No mic stands in the way. I just got right up and went to the bathroom. We all did. At the same time. How convenient these lavalier mics. Sponsored by Movo. Uh, if you're on Amazon and you need, you need a cheap uh, lapel mic, Movo. So there's a lot of $40 lapel mics on Amazon. Why did I pick these ones? I watched some reviews. They sounded pretty good. Obviously, it depends on how quiet you can get the room. But they had the option to get them new for $40 or used in like-new condition for $27, and that's what I did. Hey, I don't blame you. I didn't have $120 for mics, you know. And the thing is, um, it said like-new when it was, like, without a box, but these all came with a box. I'm tempted to believe these are just brand new ones. Like, maybe they didn't have enough used ones in the warehouse. Oh, excuse me. That was fun. <laughs> hey, if you're, if you're on Amazon, and you, like, I, I'm a believer in the, the used and new section or like-new section because... If you're going to get board games on Amazon, you go to the used section. Because oh, no one's going to sell board games missing pieces on Amazon because they don't want their score to go down. So well, unless they're, like, horrible people. Yeah, but Amazon returns are so easy. I, I have, like, six different things I got last week that I didn't really like, so I'm returning all of them. And, like, yeah, even though the shipping is free, I think you have to pay, like, $5 to return ship it. But it's really pretty minimal considering, you know, like, that's everything. Like, I got it for free in two days, didn't like it, it cost me $5. That's... I just walk the UPS store is like a couple blocks away. It's really not a big deal. Yeah. Well, I'm so mad at UPS. Yeah, Carlos does not like UPS. We'll sit that on there. What yeah. do you give this uh, star wise, Lars? Oh, you're asking me. Okay, well let me do another mouth swish. We know we know Carlos gives us a, give a hard six out of ten. I'll give it five S's. I thought it was like a soft six. It's it's a soft six, but it is a six. It is a six. He's got a, he's got a soft six for you. Much like, much like when you're in a bar. It is oh, a you almost spat it out. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to That was one this. of the better jokes I've heard today. I'm going to give this <laughs> two out of five Lars. Because, I don't know, I, I can't taste all these flavor notes you guys are talking about. Well, do, do me one favor. Take a sip. Swish it for like three or four seconds. 
Like a mouthwash? No, like, like you're swishing, uh, what is it called? Mouthwash. And then you smell the beer as you're doing that? No, like from the bottle. You know what? After I did that? Yeah. Two out of five Lars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm now, now, I just, now I just wash my teeth with this. I'm going to give fine. you three out of five Lars for trying <clears throat> something new. And you can put that in the uh, peer review, peer review. That's when we're not. I'm not going to unless we get five subscribers. <laughs> Anyone or not? Um, here's why I'm gonna give this beer. You ready for this? This is why I'm gonna give it. We're waiting. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can drum roll since we. Hundred fifty out of three hundred stars, which is a very nice, easy score for you to edit. Wait, what are you getting? Yeah, hundred and fifty out of three hundred. You're giving a uh, half, huh? Half. I, yeah, I mean, that's much better than I gave the other one. And So my scale is not, I've never given something 300. I've given a couple things, maybe 250. I don't do high reviews because the idea is like, a 300 stars is like the nicest drink I've ever had. And because it's 300 of them, you know, even if you only get 10 stars, you don't have to say what it's out of. 10 stars is a great review. Yeah, exactly. So 150 stars is a crazy good review. But yeah, it's about a half. Dang, that's really it's, upsetting. It's not the best Deschutes beer I've had. It's not the best IPA. It's fine. It does have some flavors. It is an IPA. It's better than... I invented this because there was an IPA I had, which I gave zero out of 300 stars. It was fucking Zero? Terrible. That's why I was like, it's zero out of, and I picked a huge number. Dang. What was it? Or what did you have? I don't remember. It was so bad. I, I think it's from one of the pilot episodes of the show, so we can look it up and find out, but it was fucking terrible. So I gotta say, this is my first time being on the show. Yeah. You probably reviewed a few beers between this one and any other show that you do. Sure. What would you say is the best hands-down drink that you've ever had? The, you know what? And I'm not just saying it because it's the only one I remember <coughs> the name of. Reverend Nat Cider. Yeah. Dan brought it on. It is The first sip, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I like this. It kind of tastes like a wine. But the more you sip it, it is so easy to drink. It is one of the easiest to drink things. And it tastes good. It doesn't taste bad. It's a cider. I mean, we went through two pretty big bottles in like five minutes. It's it, the smoothest cider I've ever had. It was incredible, and and it Damn. doesn't taste bad. The only downside to it is that it is like six or seven dollars for a sixteen ounce. It's like, <laughs> Damn. It's not a cheap drink. No. I get that expensive drinks taste better. I understand that, but. Now, see, here's the thing, though. Is like, I love cider. Cider is probably my favorite drink when it comes to like non-hard alcohol, but I like it to have like a sharpness to it. I mm. feel like if it's too smooth, I'd rather just have a wine. Well, and, and it did have like, so it did have that kind of bright higher end that you expect. I hate when, when you get a cider and it's really dull and it's, mm. mm -hmm. so it did, it did have kind of a brightness, but it was really easy to drink. It was kind of, it was perfect. You, you try a reference that, so go, oh my God, that's perfect. Well, Carlos, I'm going to go on a limb here. You prefer Coca-Cola over Pepsi. 100% true. That's right. And you probably brush your teeth with Colgate. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's because uh, I have this theory <laughs> on uh, Pepsi and Colgate and Coca-Cola and Crest. Hmm. Wait. What? So, Tell me about but this. But you picked them as Colgate and not... Well, because... No, I did. I, I... So is it Pepsi... So is Pepsi, Pepsi, and Pepsi is to Crest, in my theory, Pepsi is to Crest as Colgate is to Coca-Cola. Okay, and it's I because see. not only... Uh, Coca-Cola has a strong bite as Colgate. Yeah. Colgate, uh, Crest and Pepsi are both sweeter. Yep, and I don't like the sweet. That's right, they're a little too sweet and foamy. Um, and also the colors, think of the colors. Pepsi is red, blue, and white, right? Mm -hmm. Much like uh, Crest. And then Coca-Cola and Colgate are primarily red and white. Oh. Wow. 
Now, this is breaking down the American people. Dude, what are you doing That's here? That's right. He, he's, he looks amazed. Uh, now, there's wild cards out there like Lars, okay. who either don't care enough what their toothpaste or what they're drinking, or they, uh, you know, they get whatever they're... You ready for this? You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Steelhead root beer, hands down. I mean, I'll drink other sodas. I'm a Dr. Pepper man, but if I'm picking a soda out, steelhead root beer. Okay, hold on. Um, you might be an Arm and Hammer or a Sensodyne guy. I'm not... I am. I'm a Sensodyne pro enamel. Well, check this out. Yeah, See, that? Are... See that? Yeah, there it is, dude. I can tell what you like this... to drink or what you like to brush with based on one of the other. I, I this is an exact like, science. I didn't originally like the taste of Sensodyne, but the commercials convinced me. And since then, uh, the taste has grown on me. I used to like Menti Dent, I think it was called. It comes in a giant pump. I don't think I've ever seen that. No? No. Uh, you, what are you talking like, about? Do you accidentally masturbate with it? <laughs> <laughs> Poor life, yo. Get that minty feel, dude. Hey, speaking of Eugene, um, <laughs> did you guys hear uh, the South Eugene um, girls so varsity soccer team took a knee during the game? So I say uh, cheers to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, good for them. Now, let, let me ask you, was that controversial? It was very controversial. Uh, as you know, we get m many of our news from KZI's Facebook page. Oh, I thought we just got our listicles from them. <laughs> we just got our listicles. <laughs> and, uh, of course, people. there are some people who are pissed. And uh, they're pissed that some, some varsity soccer girls were taking a knee. And, uh, in fact, one commenter had this to say. You'll just, you'll edit this more closely. Uh, I love when we call out people's comments on the show. We don't do it too often. It's a highlight for me. But you gotta like say their first name and then just have a random sound for their last name. So I just like, copy and pasted. Uh, they said like Beth said. They, they basically and go. So one commenter on Twitter reposted uh, the image in the article saying because rich South Eugene girls white girls wow actually says because rich South U Eugene girls white girls know <laughs> so much about police brutality, and that's pretty fucking stupid. Wow. Yeah. That is an intelligent comment. Many poor people go to South Eugene. Just because it's in South doesn't mean it's also... It's like just the high school. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's that or North, and I'd rather die. And I hear... And the article also said in addition to that, uh, there's one comment that was removed because someone uh, made it sexual. Because there were girls taking... Like, girls taking... Oh, taking knees. Knee. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, damn, I can't believe people are uh, commenting to this shit. Can't believe people are sexualizing... Like a high school cheerleader, some like, soccer players. <laughs> I forgot which one. Yeah, they and then they, they actually issued an apology, and it was one of those like, I have to apologies. They're like, nice. I have, I have to completely apologize. I had no idea that the internet is a public space, and my name was online. Oh my god, yeah. an idiot. I mean, personally, I have like a lot of, I have a different view from most people, which is, I don't think it matters whether or not they take a knee. Mm -hmm. I think that you should have the liberty to do whatever you want to do because it's America. I understand that, un like, some people would be like, oh, well, it's un-American to not stand up because you have the freedom to even be there doing this thing, so you should stand up for the flag. Yeah. But it's like I also believe that you have, you have liberty. You should be able to do what you want without other people getting in your way. But then, at the same time, people taking a knee isn't really going to do anything. And well, it, it gets people to notice, though, you know? It gets people to notice, but a majority of those people are either A, just taking a knee with them and doing not what they're trying to do, or pissing someone off. So I feel like, ultimately, you taking a knee isn't going to prevent someone from being killed or harmed. I mean, I, I agree it wouldn't, like, prevent someone from being killed, but I think it is, it's good for exposure, I think, like, uh, even when it's done on, like, a local level like this, like, I think when the whole, uh, what was it, Charlottesville, the statue thing happened... Mm -hmm. U of O kind of blew up, and, and uh, students 
on a local level were protesting. I think there was some hall that was named after a racist, like a yeah. former race, uh, slavery owner or a guy who was racist. Or was, uh, little A, little B, probably somewhere. We do there. lots of research, mm -hmm. uh, but but anyway, yeah. And, and, and you know, on one on one hand, you could see it as uh, people get on the bandwagon. But on the other hand, I think you know, I think their intentions are good. Um, well, let's. Um, intentions are good, but actions are always better. Actions are better. <laughs> Uh, Carlos. Yes. You haven't been in the studio for who knows two, three, seven months. It's a been year. a while. Who knows? I guess I don't want to waste our precious time because we have a thirty-minute time slot. We don't fuck around with that <laughs> on classics with Carlos. Here now, I want to know what's going on. What's up with you? What what the news is? I heard you went to New York. That's fucking crazy. Your girlfriend moved in with you. There's a lot of shit, and, and I want you to break that down in like five minutes. It's gonna be pretty hard. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Got up in the, got up uh, pretty late at night. Took the plane all the way to New York. It's a fine ride. I thought I was gonna die when I got to uh, New York because the pilot decided to uh, tip the plane so the wing almost like touched the ground. Whoa. If it would have, I just would have like died instantly. Are we talking LaGuardia? No, it was uh, JFK. I JFK. Think. Okay. Yeah. So I got uh, picked up. Went up. Went over to the house. We spent like, no, we didn't even go to the house. We went to her grandma's house. Sure. Uh, stayed there for uh, a night, and then... Now, is this the Big Apple, or is it... Where is the, this this is Man or not Manhattan, but Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Then we went from Brooklyn to Mount Sinai, which is in uh, Long Island. Oh, sure. Then we drove from Long Island all the way here. Now, it was pretty fun, and it was also, like, there's a lot of parts that wasn't so fun. Not that so, it was bad, but it's just, so, like... Now, do you drive? Do you have a driver's license? I do not. You do not. Who was it with you? Was it just your girlfriend? You it, and your girlfriend? It was my girlfriend and her mom. And her mom, okay. So they took shifts and you just got that the whole time, not like co-pilot? Yeah. That's the way to do a road nice. trip. I mean, I was co-pilot the entire time, but the drawback to that is, is like, like no my, girlfriend, my girlfriend is an excellent driver, but her mom is pretty... Her mom was pretty keen on saying, oh, you made a mistake. Okay, now you're in trouble, and, like, I want to drive now. Oh, jeez. And Gosh. the thing is, like, Bella has never once, at least to my knowledge, seen a one-way before coming, like, to the Midwest. Oh, yeah, fun fact. Uh, so we were, like, driving out of the parking lot, and there was a one-way going from our left to the right, and then there was, like, a, like one of those concrete, like, island things separating yeah. the two streets. And then on the other one was a right to left. And we were trying to go to a right to left, but she ended up going into opposing traffic. Luckily enough for us, there was uh, no cars coming except for one way down the line. So we didn't end up getting hurt or anything. But uh, her mom instantly was like, oh my god, are we going to get like hit and everything like that? So I've been on road trips like that. You make one mistake and everyone gets on your case. Yeah, exactly. It's so bad. <laughs> you kill one member of the party. <laughs> Uh, no, okay, fun Eugene-related fact. I have not verified this, but I was told once that Eugene was the first ever city in America of one-ways, and that's why it's so fucked up, because they didn't know what they were doing. They just threw them everywhere. They were like, oh, this is cool. Let's just do 30, 100 of them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, because right? I've, se well. I've seen more one-ways here than I've seen in any city, and I have to say, like, once you get used to one-ways, it's fine. But if you've never experienced it before, it is like hell on earth. Well, it's not. It's, I think if you're used to them, it's not fine because it's this fucking nightmare of like, oh shit, like okay. For instance, the buy and sell centers on Mill, and we always forget that because they move. What? Sorry. The buy and sell center, the like used guitar shop. 
Oh, the used on Mill Street, and like no one knows where Mill Street is, so you always think it's gonna be on High Street, and then you're a block early, and it's like eleventh, it's on Mill and eleventh, and eleventh to one way going the, the wrong direction, so you have to go back up to like fucking twelfth. You have to do like this whole goddamn two block loop to get to the. Yeah. And it's that way with so much stuff. If you miss it by a block, you have yeah. to do a fucking loop. Yeah, and I mean like even people that have lived here forever, or have lived here for a couple years, they still mess it up. Like my roommate Josh, you've heard about him on. Carlos. I have. I have. Uh, we're driving from the from downtown, which is there's only one two way in downtown, which is the main road of Lambeth Street. Mm-hmm. But the problem was is that uh, once you go south from the center of downtown, uh, it starts to turn into like one road. Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening is uh, he decided to take a right on a one-way where it was opposing traffic and there was traffic coming toward us. So it was like, oh, dicks, oh whoa, dicks, yeah. Dicks. I was like, this is a mistake. You're not driving again. So were you in New York for like a day? How long were you in New York for? Uh, so after I flew there, I landed. I was probably in New York for two days, maybe. A day and a half. Were you ever in the Big Apple? or? Yeah, I mean, we stopped through Speaking there, but we didn't, like... Like, we <laughs> drove through there, we didn't stop, but... I've been in New York before, and I've been to the Big Apple. Oh, oh, you've been before? Okay. Yeah, I mean... Because you've visited Bella before, right? Twice, yeah. So I think I've been to New York a total of three times. That's good enough. That's better than me, for sure. And that's kind of... You've just been working overtime since then. Yeah, I mean, the road trip... The the road trip was really fun, though, aside from, like, the mishaps and stuff. I actually have a really good story about one of the hotels we stayed at. Um, Um, You're thinking thinking you want to share it now? Let's share it now. Okay, so yeah. Give it to me. Uh, it's actually we'll pretty close to. Out. It's pretty close to Oregon, actually. It was in Idaho, oh, in nice. a town called Meridian. Meridian. Yeah, if you go there, do not stay at Mister Sandman Hotel. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would never. Are you kidding? So <laughs> that and, sounds like a place you get raped at. Yeah. Okay, I I'm pretty sure worse has happened there. So. <laughs> This guy sprinkles chemicals in your eyes at night. <laughs> well, see, the funny thing oh, is, no. so it's separated into two buildings. This is the oh. main building, which is really nice, and in front of the main building is like the smaller one, and it's a little run-down looking. Like and it's that's still like the vacancy sign. Yeah. So. Like so Bella's mom stayed in the nicer part of the hotel, and Bella and I stayed in like the really bad one. Wow, shit, move, Bella's mom. So we end up going in the front it has like a card key so you expect it to be safe yeah so we take a left from the entrance and the room next to ours that door is boarded up for whatever reason so first off that's like a big warning sign like okay something happened in that room or there's like like maybe mold or something and i'm like okay that's kind of shady so you walk in the room it's like fine at first glance right uh it's like a bed, you have a bathroom, like it's totally fine. Well, we go over, because well I walk over to the window because it's like really hot in the room. Uh, the lock, it was unlocked and the lock was broken so anyone could have walked in there at any time. That's how the Sandman gets in. Yeah, the Sandman, <laughs> dude. Okay, so then I like, I tell Bella, I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of bad, but I guess there's no signs of anyone being in here. Mm-hmm. I turn to the right and I see like, the wall on the bottom half was kind of scratched up. Now, either someone was moving something and it, like, damaged the wall in a really weird pattern, or someone was, like, my theory is, like, someone was scratching up the wall. I don't know. Like, that was really weird. But then I uh, turn around, 
and we go to turn on the TV. And it has a sign that says, like, this TV only works on this premises. If you take it out, then it doesn't work. Okay. What? That's a lie. How? Yeah. There's no TV that does that. It's got, like, a <laughs> GPS chip in it. Yeah, so we turn on the TV, and I think there's only, like, one channel that worked on it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this TV sucks anyway. <laughs> it doesn't even work on the What they meant was it doesn't work at all. Yeah. <laughs> but then you take I, this TV, it's still broken. So then I looked up at the uh, smoke alarm, and it was covered by plastic. So it's like... If some sort of gas, like sleeping gas, or anything else is like released in the room, like <laughs> that smoke alarm ain't going off, dude. Someone's coming in your room after. That's how the yeah. same man gets you. And no, that's then, how you smoke in an apartment. <laughs> yeah, and so then what ends up happening is, uh, we look at the, the telephone. It was like, okay, it can dial the room service or it can dial nine one one. When we picked up the phone, it just didn't have a sound because it just didn't work. Oh, solid. So it's just... <laughs> yeah, so my theory was, like, I, well, I told Bella, I'm like, okay, we can't go to sleep, because if we do, uh, they're going to release a gas from the heater that won't set off the alarm, and they'll come in through the window and just, like, abduct us. I mean, look, Carlos, I just feel like you didn't have to tell me not to go to a hotel called the Sandman. That's so fucked up. Okay, but this isn't even the worst part. Like, That's not the... How does it get worse? Did that shit actually happen? I mean, this, that was just a theory. Okay. But then we looked at the reviews. Okay, yeah. so the reviews were pretty bad because uh, they did the thing where, like, they pushed up all the good reviews to the top. Yeah. But once we got to the real reviews, like, the bullshit, yeah. uh, apparently a majority of the beds had bed bugs. Oh, gross. So we had to check ours. Thank God it didn't have it. But, oh, like, my God. Yeah. I'm looking this up right now. And I'm seeing, I, I like, I had to Google it, and it came up pretty fast on the uh, the autofill. Yeah. And, you know, it's holding a 3.5 on TripAdvisor. That's not good. But, no, no it's, <laughs> it's not 3.5 is not bad, but you can definitely see it's... Not bad uh, for a beer. <laughs> yeah, like... There's a lot of the low star scores. One of them just says, do not stay here. The reviews are misleading. This place was horrible. Our room had badly stained carpet, etc. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Like, why would you... I don't understand why you want to go there. Like, Lars said, like, like Mr. It's called the Sand, Like, that's such an obvious... Like, it's not going to be a nice place. Um, let's move into our next segment. Now, because these new mics are quite loud, as you surely have noticed, I hope you're not listening to this episode with headphones on. That's my nightmare. Sorry for yelling, too. I mean, no, I but the yelling's not as bad as the slapping your leg you keep doing, but I'm trying to be nice. Sorry. Um... We've got a bucket. It's a prize wall of sorts. It's a bucket with utensils. You heard about it in the last episode. Too loud to bring into the room for sure. But we did want to bring the bucket uh, here. We let Carlos pick out a utensil, which is kind of like a flat spatula you might use on a uh, grill, um, that he can win. And we're going into that segment now. This is the Eugene Trivia I believe Dan has picked five true or false questions. This is the Eugene Trivia Prize Bucket Challenge. Prize Bucket Challenge. Which I so, think it's funny that you lead with the, you explain that what the bucket is. I want you to know that there is a bucket, but it's not in the room. Well, really, the bucket is the, it's full of prizes, but the, the main thing is, this is a trivia about Eugene, or Oregon, or both. Uh, this, this one's pretty Eugene heavy. So I've heard true or false, correct? This is going to be completely true or false. There are five questions. You have to get two right, which is, that's, just on two. true or false, that's a 50-50. You have to be really bad at guessing true or false. Or just not know anything. You know, I'm, I'm, you can not know and still have a 50% chance Yeah, of okay, fair enough. I'm made more nervous by true or, true or false than multiple choice or any other forms. Well, multiple choice, you know one of the answers is correct. I guess you know true or false, but true, you don't. Yeah, but true or false, it's so they, easy they, to be wrong. But they, right? Yeah, it is. It's, 
Because yeah. you can, you can like with multiple choice, there's usually a joke answer. So yeah. You can eliminate that, and you can usually, by basic knowledge, eliminate one. So it's usually kind of a true or false, but they'll say the answer. So if you're like in the ballpark, you'll be like, oh, that one's in the ballpark. I don't know. I like true or false because I'm perfect. <sighs> All right, you ready to begin, Lars? I'm ready to begin, Dan. Are you ready to begin, Carlos? As I'll ever be. All right. Your answer's locked and loaded. Start that theme music, Lars. All right. Question one, Carlos. I keep wanting to call you Lars. <laughs> true or false? Eugene was founded by Eugene Spencer. That is true. False. It was Eugene Skinner. Oh. In 1851. You gotta watch out. They're tricky. That's one. That's one incorrect out of the five. Okay. Question two. I'm not even sure who wants the spatula. True or false? Eugene was the first city in the United States to use one-way streets. Yes, that is true. True! Which is, I was kind of oh, pissed sorry. off. sorry, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't thought know. for sure you read my trivia. I, like I, I, trivia. I couldn't believe you brought that up. I'm so sorry. I couldn't believe it. Okay, true. I'm so sorry. And, uh, in fact, I mean, I could have forgot. So. In fact, it was, uh, it was claimed that 6th Street was the first uh, one-way conversion in 1941. But why, though? I have no idea. Question number three. True or false? Oregon officially became a state on February 15th, Valentine's Day. That is true. Incorrect. Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Oh my god, oh my god yeah. True or false? Oregon is the only state that does not have a state nut. I was really I thinking this through now. I wouldn't know that. Um, as say that's false? Are, do they overlap? Are there 50 state different nuts? So you're saying to this answer, Oregon is the only state that does not have a state nut. You're saying that's false. I think so, we do. Yeah, I think that we do, so yeah, false. That is correct! And in fact, Oregon is the only state with a state nut. That makes a lot yeah. more sense. I was like, there's no way there's yeah. 50 different nuts. Yeah, I was All like, right. I know for a fact we have a nut. I now thought. it looks like you're in the clear here, Carlos. We're going to so, ask you question number five anyway. This is this is for two items. Are you ready? You item. can get a second item if you get this last question. There's another nice spatula I saw in Is there like a time clock on this? Because I'll definitely get this. No, right. but there's going to be some music going right now as we're talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to edit so much shit out. True or false, Carlos? Eugene households are home to the fastest spider on Earth. That is on Earth. On Earth, I would say uh, that is false. It is actually true. It is true. It's the a wolf giant spider? house spider, which is native to uh, parts of Europe, a couple states on the East Coast, and the Pacific Northwest, including I, Washington and Oregon. I would have thought it was the jumping spider. No, the giant house spider. Look, you know, the, you know the big brown, kind of darkish ones you see in the corners all the time, and you're like, Jesus, that's a big spider. That's just the common, the giant uh, house spider, and it's n it's not very venomous at all. It's not a danger to you. They usually run away. But it clocks in at a uh, record of 1.73 feet per second. Wow. Yep. That's, that's kind of insane. Isn't that insane? The, yeah. the fastest spider in the world is in, like, most Eugene homes. Okay, so I got, like, two and a half questions out of five right I'd call so. that a solid two spatula performance. Yeah. I call that. Here's here's one spatula. You'll get another one after the show. Yeah. Sick. Uh, good right. job! Wow. That wasn't bad. That's pretty good. Um I think that's the end of the show, Dan. Let's let's talk about stuff. What do we have? We got social media. We do sure. have social media. Uh, you got whatupeugene.tumblr.com. You got the peer reviewed beer just getting peer reviewed beer review. There's no the in it. 
<laughs> Thank you, R.L. That was such bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Lars in the Studio. That's at Lars in the Studio on Instagram. On Instagram. You can find me, Dan Koss, at Dan Koss. Dan Koss. Yeah, that's K-O-S-S. You do it twice. I believe if you wanted to find Carlos, you're at the Hints, correct? The Hensy. Hensy. Oh, it is pronounced Hensy. Oh, I was wrong. You could have done your intro anyways. What about your meme shitposting uh, Instagram? Okay, yeah. So I also have a Instagram that is also by the same name as my Facebook, which is Unpopular Aesthetic Shitposting. Now, last time we checked in, you had hit 1,000 followers on Facebook. Where are you at right now? Uh, still around 1,000. I have 1,200 likes. Hey, that's pretty good. Slow progress, but it is uh, progressing. And that's well, Unpopular Aesthetic shitposting. shitposting. Correct. Yep. Uh of or course. like at UAE uh, is another one. Is like the shorter version of it. Okay. On Instagram. Of course, if you were thinking, mm, I hate this, you could be on SoundCloud right now and comment to that. Say, hey, I fucking hate you. Or you could email us at momentagostudios at gmail.com. No one knows it. We have had almost zero authentic emails. We did get an email from Carlos's girlfriend back when we were doing classes with Carlos. And that's like the only, everything else was me and Dan emailing us. And, uh... Mr. Schmidt, I forgot his, last, or his first name. Oh, shit. Uh, that was Clay? for, uh, not Clay, but his dad. Oh, bro. Oh, I think that, was, yeah, a, that was a comment on SoundCloud. That was a it comment on SoundCloud. Yeah. We did get a real comment on SoundCloud, so comment on SoundCloud. You could be the second. Um, I hope you liked our feedback. I, like, I liked his feedback. It was. It was pretty good. If you want to find me in person, I'll be at Cornucopia on 5th and Pearl, Monday nights at 9 p.m. at the Drink and Draw. Win plenty of prizes, great Nankasi specials. Moments. Go. Studios.